welcome to the Comparency Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Chuck McLint. And I'm Steve Kibwika. And today we'll be just introducing the podcast and just performing a huge mic test. Yeah, so Steve, episode zero, we are here. How do you feel about it? We're... I, I, I feel great. I feel fantastic about it. Um, so the other day I even had to tweet about it so that I hold myself accountable to us actually seeing this through. So yeah, it's good It's good that you're doing this, man. Yeah, it's very interesting. So it started out from an idea and now let's see how it goes. Yeah. So Steve, tell us about yourself. What do you do? Like introduce uh-huh. yourself as though we met at a... Uh-huh. Web development conference. <laughs> okay, so I am Steve Kibuka. I I am a JavaScript developer. That's how I like to identify myself. So basically, I build web applications. Um, on the front end, my tool of choice is React. Not that I can't use anything else. I just like it. And on the back end, I use Node. Um, trying to branch out a bit, do a little bit of TypeScript and Golang. But yeah, that's just it for now. But what, like, your background? Uh-huh. My background? To, yeah, what did you study in school? Oh, so I went, I studied computer technology at the Technical University of Kenya. Computer technology was actually a nice term, a, a confusing term. I even didn't tell people that I studied computer technology, just said computer science. And when I felt fancy, I said computer engineering (laughs) because we did a lot of hardware though. But yeah, so I have, I have that background. And then my first language was Python. I later on picked up JavaScript and yeah, it was love at first sight, love at first code. Okay. So you currently build JavaScript kind of, uh software related yes yes so yeah anything anything that can be rendered on the web or anything that can be um rendered on mobile apps or anything i can build that yeah interesting yeah what's your background man i think my background is i did an engineering course in electrical and electronics but uh-huh. I have mostly been uh, kind of uh, enthusiastic about uh, software, right? Uh-huh. So I kind of uh, shifted towards doing what is called embedded software development. So uh-huh. in embedded software development, it's you write software, kind of like what you do, but then uh, the uh-huh. different comes in the platforms that we write software for, right? So you'd uh-huh. find that for an embedded software, it's mostly doing applications for memory constrained devices, kind of Uh like uh, devices that have very little memory and storage spaces. So an example Uh would be a smartwatch, right? Let's say you want to do a smartwatch Uh and uh, it being a mobile and low power device, you have very limited Uh memory, sometimes as low as uh, 28 kilobytes of RAM. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. So you'll find that uh, the way you do your software for which is kind uh-huh. of a high level kind of application, 
development. Yeah, very. Yeah. There are different kind of things that we prioritize. I think for your system, you kind of uh, envision like endless RAM, right? So you yeah. kind of, uh, if you run out of memory, you throw more memory at the problem, right? Yeah. Which is an easy thing to do. But then for my side, you kind uh-huh. of uh, have to work within the constraints of the memory and the storage that you have. And also the CPU speed also becomes a, a constraint that you have to work within. So, yeah. Nice. So that's what I do for a living. I kind of work nice. on embedded devices. Nice. So do you consider yourself a firmware engineer? Or what yeah, is I think the, the difference word, between uh, firmware, firmware engineering and embedded systems? Software engineering. Yeah. So em- embedded systems is in itself a broader kind of a classification, right? Because an embedded uh-huh. system is just, uh, it's a computing system that kind of works within a particular application, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. One rule of thumb that people use that if it does, if you can describe what it does in one word, then it's probably an uh-huh. embedded system, right? So kind of, uh, there's also this broad conversation within the field, whether it's a, is a mobile phone, an embedded system or a computer. Uh-huh. Right? Because computers are more of like general purpose, right? But yeah. then you kind of think of it that initially a phone used to do a couple of things. You could describe them, use it to send a text message or to make a call, right? Yeah. But currently, the mobile phone kind of is more of like a, a computer when it's on a general purpose. You can do with it what you want, right? Yeah, yeah. So like embedded systems kind of divided into hardware. So the hardware in which this embedded software runs and then the embedded software side, I think uh-huh. normally used synonymously with pharma engineering. So okay. say an embedded software engineer, you're a pharma engineer, kind of just says that you do kind of low level like software development. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's. So that's probably a brief introduction about me, what I do, and what uh-huh. I'm interested in. So you build web stuff, right? Yes. Do you mostly specialize in, I think this front-end and back-end? Yes. So what's your water that you swim in? Um, right, uh, right now, I'm sort of split. I'm not a very good full stack developer so I wouldn't consider myself that but I can build both front ends and back ends so I'm sort of more of a front end dev than a back end dev so yeah mostly focused on front end yeah Fast so this good. just building out UIs and building out logic and yeah that's where I have my fun at okay so you must be very good in uh, like design Kind of the user interface and the user experience. <laughs> I can tell I can tell a good UI from a bad one, and I can build a good UI. Yeah, so yeah, I would say I have a, an eye for design. Okay, I don't do design though. Yeah, no, that's the skill. As long as you, I, I think uh, being able to identify a bad one from a good one kind of means that you can yeah. have an ick for the skill, right? Yeah. So, Steve, 
I, how did we get into like doing this podcast? Kind of like a background. So, um, yeah. So again, just a bit of TMI. A couple of a couple of months ago, it's it's been months now, yeah. So yeah, sure. I was interviewing for a role at an at a at a company in the US, and yeah, I failed a final stage interview because because I couldn't answer some basic JavaScript questions because the team leader I was talking to decided we won't write code, we'll talk about code. And so I failed to explain some concepts, concepts that I knew and could do, but then I didn't have the words for them. And so it hit me okay. that in as much as I can do those things, I can't talk about them. And so a couple of weeks after that, I was talking to you and you also yeah. ranting about something. And so, yeah, I told you we, uh, we, we decided to start a podcast. And now, uh, many, many, many months later, here we are. Yeah, so, I, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've also just kind of wanted to do a podcast for a long time. Uh -huh. Kind of just have uh, conversations about most of the technical skills, right? Or kind of... Uh, provide a space for learning uh -huh. because I think one of the, there are different types of way to learn a particular kind of skill or topic. And I think uh -huh. one of them is maybe take a course, take an online course, a physical course at a university or a college somewhere. And yeah. then uh, there are things that you learn from other people's experiences, right? So this comes yeah. in from uh, having a conversation with uh, an expert kind of, or somebody who has, gone through what you're trying to learn, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so kind of gives you uh, a catapult, kind of just to push you forward and uh, lead you through the way of what you want to learn. So I think a podcast kind of gives uh, a leeway, kind of, or a path to be able to yeah. interact with uh, such type of uh, people. Yeah, so and it is also of, a very... It is also a very casual way of doing it. Um, you don't have to sit down and watch. You, you can just listen. So if if you're just commuting or you're doing something else, you can just plug in and just listen. And so, yeah, you, you'll catch something once in a while, and that is good enough. Yeah, definitely. So that's also, I think, part of the reason why we took this uh, podcast kind of path, because we kind of, want to be able to interact with such type of people yeah so different uh, like uh, technical topics and then have yeah. conversations with uh, those who have experience within the particular topic kind of pick their yeah. brains ask questions because that's how you learn yeah and uh, I've kind of come to learn that there are no stupid questions. I think the only stupid question is the one that is not asked, right? <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, so uh, definitely oh. that's what. Also, yeah. uh, in another universe, I think I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a radio host. So this is me projecting that in this universe. <laughs> okay, so you want to... Did you want to be a radio <laughs> presenter as a young person? There, there, there was a part of me. There was a part of me who was really 
um, into journalism and the idea that I can speak and people will listen. And yeah, yeah so I am also one of those people who make, I don't usually send people vo- voice notes, but when I do, I listen to myself and I'm like, oh damn, I have the voice for radio. So, oh, okay. so <laughs> I, I did not yes. know that. I actually yeah, also I have... considered journalism before, uh-huh. but for uh-huh. different reasons. I think one of the reasons I thought journalism was fun was because uh-huh. you get to travel, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You get to go to where the story is. So kind of trying to use it as a leeway to travel more. Oh yeah, and also like speaking speaking to interesting people. But then that is also what we want to do with this. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So just briefly, what do you think the podcast is going to be about? Or what do you expect this podcast to be about? Um we 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 took a lot of time to actually uh, come up with a name, just saying. But yeah, us deciding on concurrency was us really solidifying the fact that we want to take a very technical approach to this. Um, yeah. So this podcast is will be mainly focusing on very technical concepts. We plan to get into the weeds of most technical things, things that we know, things that we want to explore more, and things that we think are interesting and will be really good to learn more about. So, yeah, so this will be mostly a really technical podcast. But Maybe once in a while be... we'll have extras extras episodes or bonus episodes where we talk about other things but then generally we are just taking a technical approach right yeah definitely but does it have to be software related what if i'm a network engineer somewhere what if i'm uh, a devops engineer somewhere right to what end do you consider something uh, relevant for this podcast technical oh something relevant to the pod so yeah. Something relevant, something relevant that you consider relevant is um, just something that is um, first of all technology related, or something that can be transferred or inferred in technology, and so yeah. that we that is what we consider relevant. So yeah, all the way to network engineers, to people who can talk to us about quality assurance engineering and such things and such concepts. So yeah. And even people like you, if you can, if you can explain to us the hardware workings and why, why I can't run JavaScript on a hardware device, yeah, that is also cool to listen about. You actually can run JavaScript on a hardware device. I think there's a whole new movement of uh, Node.js being used to on like embedded systems. I have, I have seen, I have seen a couple of um, sort of packages. That yeah. can that can do that, but then I don't know if it comes with it. It really comes with the speed. So I was actually thinking if JavaScript can be sort of um, sort of compiled into Rust, and then now Rust runs in the hardware device. So I don't know. But remember, also with the hardware, we've had uh, uh-huh. a lot of conversations about you uh, out of uh, Moslo, right? Yes. So like every 
18 months, the amount of transistors that can be fitted into a chip kind of doubles, right? But has that been the, the truth? Has that been true for the last two years? I thought uh, it was like a stagnation. Uh-huh. I think from uh, most law is not necessarily like a law. That that's what is uh-huh. true, right? But uh, uh-huh. I think it came from Gordon Moore, right? So most of the silicon yeah. companies have tried to like make it a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? It doesn't have to uh-huh. be true, but that's the goal that they were trying to achieve. Kind uh-huh. of, they were working towards most law, right? But then as yeah. with uh, most kind of uh, upscaling processes, you kind of hit a uh-huh. plateau at some point, right? Uh-huh. So I think we're kind of like uh, heading there or already almost there at the plateau uh-huh. for m- most law, right? But okay. uh, then also with embedded devices, like you're saying, uh, you can run uh-huh. JavaScript on some of them because uh, there's now a thin line between uh, and. Uh, embedded device that has a limited memory. And right now you can also have an embedded device that has like eight gigs of memory that can easily run a JavaScript. Uh, you have a yeah. kind of web servers running on such devices, right? Uh-huh. Kind of consider your router, your internet router, right? Okay. It kind of uh, hosts, uh, when you access the point, let's say you want to configure it, right? You're able yeah. to access a web page that's hosted within the device itself, right? Okay, yeah. Probably lots of uh, HTML, CSS, and JavaScript running on that also, right? Okay. Kind of the processor that runs on that might ne- might probably be the same that runs on a particular computer somewhere else. But then what makes it an okay. embedded device is, is like it performs a dedicated function, right? Okay. Yeah, so definitely, I think uh, it's a thin line. Uh huh. There are a lot of like uh, web, also with the advancement of like uh, the Internet of Things, right? Uh huh. A lot of web that's taking place in embedded devices. So, kind of like, yeah, bring together those two fields. To build stuff. Yeah. Okay, so if I understand this, so yeah. I can build. First of all, I can build web applications using C plus plus, right? WebAssembly. Yes, you can, can build. Yeah, you can build a web application using C plus plus. Okay, so you're saying of, uh-huh. uh, like uh, not the right, not using the right tool for the job. Uh huh. Right. Okay. But then if okay. Let me get what you what you're getting at is from the application that I've given you kind of running a web device or uh-huh. running a web page on the embedded device, right? Yes, yes, that is what I'm thinking. Yeah, so you don't have to write it in C. You just use your uh-huh. JavaScript, your HTML, your CSS, right? But then now uh-huh. the embedded C that you use kind of uh-huh. creates the web socket. Right? Okay. So you just create a web socket, get an IP that can be used to access the web page. But then when somebody accesses the web page, what gets your C++ kind of serves the user your HTML and your JavaScript. Okay. Because consider that's what happens in most kind of systems, right? 
even if you if you host your website on a server somewhere, still the same sequence that takes place. You have a a low level language, probably uh-huh. C, C++ running on the operating system. But then when somebody accesses your web page, your JavaScript code gets served to them by the operating system, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So kind of the same technology, yeah. but then being done now at a small scale. Because with an embedded device, the number of pages and the number of users you can support currently goes down. Yeah. That makes okay. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so that is this that is just like sort of an interesting trail line. <laughs> the things that we intend to talk about and how we intend to talk about them. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. So could you tell us um now who who we intend now to bring on and who this podcast is for? I, I think I kind of want the or what I intend for the podcast to be is kind of just be an open kind of an open playground, right? Uh-huh. Just to talk to people who are enthusiastic about a particular topic, right? Uh-huh. Or uh, you're somebody who's built something that's interesting and you think should be out there and people should know about. Maybe it's an important product that you think uh-huh. uh, they should people should know about, right? Okay. And kind of have a okay. conversation on the technological aspect of it, right? Or you built a tool, yeah. right, that you think will make other developers or other people's life easier. And you kind okay. of want to put it out there, right? Uh-huh. So my so my kind of uh, approach is to have the podcast to be kind of a platform for such conversations. And also just enable people to learn. I think uh, learning also comes as a an outcome of the podcast, right? Yeah like us learning yeah. from the guests and also our audience learning from the conversations that we have with the guests. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. So, yeah. So if you're out there and you feel you'd want to speak to us or you'd want to speak um, here, so, yeah, they can shoot us an email. We have an email right now, right? <laughs> What's the email address? The email address is um, concurrencypod at gmail.com or alternatively i think um they can dm dm us on twitter i am at fee 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 underscore kibuika and you are at jack is it jack the nerd yes but it's jack jack the nerd underscore v nerd right oh oh okay nice yeah so steve yeah uh-huh. Now we head to the most interesting or my favorite part of this podcast. <laughs> okay. So, so this is a rapid fire session or kind of a lightning round, right? So I will ask okay. you short questions and you uh-huh. give uh, short answers for them, right? Okay. 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 How many, how many questions I get? How many questions I get? Don't worry about it. Okay. You'll know once okay. you get the last one, but they're not so many. Because I have, I have some really good dad jokes. I have some... Okay, Sawa. Okay, I'll let you do those after this. Okay. So, what was your favorite course or unit in college and why? Oof, 
my favorite unit was I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name, but I remember it was taught by the director, Dr. Salesio. Um, what was it about? It was about um, flow states, flow states of instructions. Um, <laughs> you know, the one where how now machines make decisions on what to do. Um, okay. I really can't remember the name. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was good. It so, was good because he he's a really good. He was a really good lecturer. He is a really good lecturer. He still teaches it. Yeah. So. So he's a good teacher. Very, very. Question number two. Uh huh. Camel case or snake case or other. Definitely camel. Definitely Camel. Um, just because I, I just stay with my characters, I don't have to look for other special characters. So Camel case. But with Snake case, the only special character that you need is an underscore. Yeah, I don't want to look for the underscore. I just want to just hit caps and just go on. Maybe it's because I've done it a lot of times in JavaScript, so I just prefer it because I've used it a lot. Then final question. Uh huh. Do you have a life hack that you think everyone should know? A life hack. Yeah. Oof. Oof. I'm going to overthink this. I'm going to overthink this. Um, no, it just has to be a short answer. Maybe one word or two at one or a sentence. Um, a life hack. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is this is probably very subjective, but when you're negotiating for a contract, and yeah. they tell you a figure, yeah, your counter figure should be double. Just double it. Whatever they say, whatever is the okay. is, is yeah, just double that figure, and then now I'm you work out now. some. I have found myself in very many situations, even recently, where you just go into a contract and then later on you're like, oh, this is a lot of work. And then now you feel like the amount of uh, compensation you negotiated for doesn't like re really reflect um, the work that you're doing. And it, it's even mostly not about the work. It's, it is the amount of stress you're going through. So it is the sleepless nights, the early mornings, and then, and then now that's when you start thinking, this money is, isn't even motivating me enough to actually get this done. So, yeah. yeah. So if you're in a contract situation, double the offer. Yes. They give you. Yes. Well, yeah, whatever their figure is, double it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I don't have questions for you. Man. What do you have for us? I have dad jokes. I have dad, dad jokes. No, I'm not a dad. <laughs> I'm not a just dad. Like, or at least, just like dad or at, jokes. I, I, no, it's more of my attempts to becoming a dad have been shut down very fast. And so dad jokes are the closest that I've come to being a dad. <laughs> okay. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. So, so these are not even my dad jokes. So all the credit goes to um, at dad says jokes on Twitter. But yeah, I really think these are good ones. So this is the first one. 
um, two antennas got married. Mm-hmm. The wedding was okay. <laughs> but the reception was incredible. That is a good one, man. <laughs> okay. You, you have another? Or we... <laughs> I have another can, can one. Have another. can we end there? Okay. That was a good one, but can I, can I, the last one, the last one. No, yeah, I think, yeah, let us end up that one. Okay. I think I'm just making a promise not to try not to laugh at your jokes so that the, the audience the, the, get the last laugh out of it. Okay, okay. Um, okay, I'm also trying to hold it back here. That was a good one. Anyway. Okay, so, so this is the end. Yeah, this is so the end. That brings us to the end of uh, episode zero. Episode zero. Text two, right. This is take two, and we haven't even talked about that. But yeah, this is take two. We Yeah, this is take two. Hopefully, yeah, there won't la- be take three. No, I think this might be it. And yeah, we learn from experience. Yeah. And we just hope it gets better and better. The only way to go now is up, right? Yeah, that's the only way, man. Yeah, so Steve, thank you for showing up fast. Thank you. Thank you too, man. Yeah. See you in the next one. Okay. See you in the next one, man. Bye.